Happy National Mental Health Awareness Month, everybody. This is Sylvia Brown doing my PSA to assist in bringing awareness to this topic. If you are experiencing any emotional distress that impairs you in your life, that affects relationships, work, school, your overall functioning, you can contact the Mental Health National Hotline at 866-903-3787. If you're experiencing a crisis, you can text BRAVE to the crisis hotline 741-741. If you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, you can contact National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Hey everybody, Tyree here with Before I Forget, along with my partner, Kevin. Say hi, Kevin. So, this is a uh, a special show based on the uh, climate of, Cal- of, of America right now. Uh, last uh, yesterday, if you haven't been paying attention, there was a pretty serious, uh, as usual, another fucking uh, public shooting. Uh, this time at a school. <sighs> I don't know how many times we have to see this shit and and go with the whole thoughts and prayers until the next one. I mean, it's been three major ones within the last like two weeks, right? Um, I know there was one, what, 10, 11 days ago up in New York. Yeah. Uh, I think like, I can't remember how many people died on that one. 10, maybe 10. What fucks me up the most about this particular one is, is, you know, fucking children. Yeah. Uh, I'm not here to give everyone a solution about the gun control thing. I don't give a fuck about that at this point. Like this shit is going to continue to happen. So what you got to do is have a plan. We're over the, uh, hoping that Congress and all these motherfuckers are going to do something like we, as the people, the victims here need to come together and protect these schools. I mean, at minimum, protect these schools we can't protect everywhere. I mean, depending on what race you are, you can't go to church. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't shop here. You can't shop there. You can't fucking get your education. Education, dude. Like, the minimum. So I think at least the least we can do is fucking protect these kids. I think we have so many veterans who, uh, straight up, man, we could use something to do, man. Right. Get. We got to do something. So, from my understanding, the school did have an on guard or a working security guard and the shooter uh, rushed past him into the school. So a couple of things that bother me about that. One, if your job is security, right? Armed security standing at a gate somewhere with pepper spray or, you know, delivering money in an armored truck, whatever the, you know, whatever it is, if your job is security, you have an obligation to be alert 100% of the time you're on the clock. And there's no way an 18-year-old should have been able to rush a security guard and get past him. How does he not see that? How does that happen? How does, how does he make it to the door, right? Especially if he's carrying, you know, what they're, you know they, they said he had a rifle. How? They said, how do you not see they, that coming? They said he had two, dude. Two rifles. So this guy had two, 
two rifles and the security guard doesn't see that coming. What was it? A, a blind spot? I'd, I'd like to know more details on that. And the other thing that bothers me is like, okay, maybe I slipped, right? Maybe, maybe I wasn't watching the door in that moment and this dude rushes in. How does he, how does he have time once he gets past me to kill 19 children and two teachers? How, I mean, like how? Cause you got to think, I, I don't know what kind of rifle he had, he had, but you know, maybe it's an AR, right? Which does not mean assault rifle, by the way. But maybe he had an AR and has a 30 round magazine. So what did he pop into one classroom and just start blasting? I don't understand uh, how he had enough time. That's exactly what he did. He went into one class, barricaded himself, and started blasting. It just doesn't make sense that he had that much time to do that, right? But and I'm not I'm not not saying this to put it all on the security guard. I mean, there's a lot lot of play here. Um, But I just if that's your job, that's what you're you have to do that when you're there and give a fuck if it's a you know six hour shift or 24 hour shift you know we've we've stood in guard towers for 12 hours by ourselves or sometimes with another person for 12 fucking hours and we're able to sit there and do our job the least you can do if you are a school security guard is keep your goddamn eyes open at all times if you think if you ever in any situation get to the point where you think it'll never happen here. You've already fucked up. Yep. No matter what it is, it'll never happen to me. You've already fucked up. Personally, that's what I think. Yeah. You need to have a plan right now. <clears throat> Stop all the bullshit about we're going to sit here and, and, and like I said, beg Congress to do something because they're not. You saw right after, right after this shit. There's another one, and then there's another one. And then we're like, what the fuck are you going to do? It's not, it feels a little bit different than uh, the last few times, which sounds fucking dumb to say. Um, I, I think people might get a fire under their ass and uh, try to prevent this. You know the number one cause of uh, deaths amongst our youth right now? It's fucking gun violence. It's fucking shootings. That's it. COVID wiped out a million people, but right now, gun violence is beating COVID. You motherfuckers, why are you doing this? What is the point? What is the point of of this? I had a friend. I have a friend, um, Frank Blackwood. Uh, Black. Well, um, his son was killed in a shooting, a school shooting, in my hometown. I had a friend who I went to high school with, uh, Charleston Hartfield. Fucking, he was killed in that shooting in Las Vegas. Like, I know, I don't know personally how it feels, but I know I've seen the families and I've seen how it affects people. Uh, I just don't fucking understand it. I can't wrap my mind around it at all. I'll tell you, man, the the easy target, right, is... Obviously, you know what everybody sees in the media after uh, something like this happens is the easiest target is to 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 go after guns, yeah, right. 
Uh, I've seen I've seen comments on social media about like we've proven time and time again as Americans that we're not capable of being responsible with the Second Amendment. Um, and I just I have to completely disagree with that because you know how many other shootings or potential shootings or other things were prevented because somebody in the crowd was armed. You know that happened at that church. Uh, I can't remember where that was. Uh, it might have been Texas actually. The guy comes the, in with the intent to kill and one of the members of the congregation who is an NRA instructor pulls his pistol and pops the dude. I saw that. He had a shot. The uh, guy had a shotgun, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Good for him, man. Yeah. We need motherfucker. We need, if you have a concealed carry, no, because I don't want to have people with guns running around schools. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the conversation that I had last night. Okay. If you are going to own a gun, if you are going to go buy a firearm, it is your absolute responsibility to become intimately familiar with the workings of that weapon to include how to properly employ it. It's up to you. It is your responsibility to get the training, to go to the range as often as possible, to put rounds down range, to practice pulling from where you would typically carry it if you were out either you know, on the hip or in the purse or wherever it is your responsibility to have that conversation with your family i knew a guy who was retired law enforcement and he told me what his plan was his, you know with him and his wife if they were ever out he was right-handed right so if they were ever out mm-hmm. she could never walk on his right side Right. Because that's where his pistol was knowing that if something should go down, she was likely going to cling to him, which would prevent him from being able to draw his firearm on the right side. So she always stuck to the left side yep. and then she would immediately move in behind him and then he would be able to do what he needed to do while acting as a you know barrier between whatever was going on and his wife and all of that training. It wasn't just talking about it. All, they actually practiced it and all of that training came to good use when one day they were at a Walmart and somebody had come in to rob the uh, front desk there. They were at the checkout. So it was a big loud scene. The person had a gun and just like they had practiced, she's on the left. She moves, clings to him, moves behind him while he's drawing his pistol and um, engaging the threat. And when I say engage, I don't necessarily mean shooting, right? Like you engage them, you know, the, what we call in the army, what we call the four S's, the shout, show, shove, and shoot yeah. escalation of force. But if you are a gun owner in this country, whatever type of weapon it is, it is your absolute responsibility to learn that gun. Okay. I personally, and some people might disagree with this, but I think that if you are going to go buy a firearm, it should be required that you go through, depending on the weapon system, a 40 hour or 80 hour course on how to use that gun before you can actually own it. I agree. You know how many professionals air quotes that I've seen shoot themselves at a range. Oh man. That U S marshal in the classroom. I mean, besides that, I've seen that shit in person. Like, hey, yeah. uh, sharpen your skills. I agree fully with this. Um, it's fucking, 
But the what I'm saying is, you, what if you you're out in public and you don't mm-hmm. have access to a firearm immediately? You're just Joe Schmo. This is what the fuck you should do, because like I said, it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. You need to get that in your head right now, listener, my friend, buddy. It's get it in your head right now. Imagine this shit is gonna happen. Get ready. Okay, you need to identify the exits where you are. Every anytime you go into a place, make sure you know how to get in and out of it quickly. If you can't, hide. Okay? Try to find a place where hopefully this person can't get to you. In the meantime, if you're trying to run and hide, try to look for a fucking weapon. It's not much you can do with your hands if this motherfucker has a fucking machine gun. Keep in mind when these motherfuckers have machine guns. They have to reload. You have to pay attention. You have to fight for your fucking life when this shit's going on because, goddamn it, it's happening more and more, and you're going to find yourself in that situation. You need to have a plan over everything else. I understand, uh, you know, like I said, gun safety, and, you know, you shouldn't have weapons if you have mental issues, what they say, which I don't necessarily believe in, but... I do think that you need to have in your head that this shit is going to happen. And I, this is how you're going to protect yourself and the people around you, your family. When you're out, that's your fucking job. Just like Kevin explained, if you're your security guard, guard in some place, that's your job. If you're at a school guarding a fucking school, that's your fucking job. Protect these kids. It's nothing. So, more on more more on that though like if you find yourself in an active shooter situation like Tyree said like get out of the way go into another room barricade yourself lock the door if you have to put your phone on on vibrate put that shit on silent sorry yeah no you're right yeah yeah put your phone on vibrate so it doesn't make a sound um if you can't barricade yourself in a room or you're not able to block the access to that room, don't try and hide as best you can in that room. Right. Do not lay flat on the ground because bullets ricochet. Do not get directly up against the wall because bullets ricochet and travel down uh, walls and floors. So stay kneeling behind something. If you can always be looking for a way out. If they pass you, Give them time to get away from you and then try and run. Finding a weapon, literally anything is a weapon. It's, you know, you know, the, uh, a stick, a, a bar of some type. I mean, a, a beer bottle doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Anything, anything is a weapon. I wear these black beads. They're obsidian. Uh, it's not for fucking religious reasons. It's because I, if I whip these motherfuckers off and, and pop somebody in the face with it, it's going to cause some damage and I got some distance. Like, think about that. If you can carry a gun, like I said, concealed carrier, do that shit. If you, you, you got to protect yourself, man. Be ready. I, I can't give you all the answers because nobody has all the answers because this shit is a fluid situation. It's always changing. The one thing that's not changing is the attack. The, right. they, we change guns. We'll change fucking all kind of tactics, but there's still the attack. There's still the thing that happens, and you have to take action on that thing that happens. I'm not telling you to go out there and be Rambo, but fuck, man. Get ready. 
I know that it sounds like paranoid thinking, right? I know it sounds like, uh, like, oh, fuck, man, you're always on high alert, and, you know, and hypervigilance, hyperawareness is a symptom of PTSD. But when you're driving your car, are you paying attention to other other cars in traffic? Are you wearing your seatbelt? Do you buy a car based off of its safety ratings? Do you um, worry if your um, your um, airbag light is on, which means your airbag is not going to deploy if you do get into a car accident. Do you think about those things when you're driving? Because it's the same concept. If you're at Walmart or Target or the movies or the mall or the park, it doesn't matter. The same applies. You should always be looking out for potential threats. I mean, it sounds paranoid, but I mean, that's, that's since the beginning of, you know, mankind really like threats have existed right from nature from animals from other tribes it's always been a thing and it will always be a thing because not all not, not everyone is always going to be happy go lucky and just want to you know exist some people some people wake up in the morning and they choose violence and they choose it against anybody that's around so that is something that everybody it's everybody's responsibility right we have a saying when we're on a, on a range in the military you know everyone's a safety it applies everywhere and the argument against guns, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm obviously pro 2A. I am a gun owner, right? I know how to work all of my weapons, right? If, if you are one of those people that says Americans don't need to own firearms, it's okay, let's play that game. First of all, <clears throat> meth is illegal. Um, heroin is illegal. Ecstasy hey. is illegal. Um, what other drugs are illegal? All of them. All of them. And where are they coming from? Where are they coming from? Everywhere. Some of them are being made here. Sure. Some of them are being smuggled in from across the border or from other places. Right. Guns are being smuggled in this country from outside of the country. It's big business in the Philippines to make to create ghost guns. And they get smuggled into the country. They're not traceable. They're not purchased here. There's no serial number. So now you're going to take away all the guns. All 393 million firearms in this country. I looked it up. That are registered. The ones that are registered anyway. Right. Those are the registered ones. So now you take away all guns. Okay. Now me, a law-abiding citizen capable of of defending myself and my home and anywhere I am because I have my gun on me. Now I don't have a gun and a criminal who is already intent on committing crimes and hurting people. They don't care if their gun is legal or not. They might have a gun and they can still come in and shoot up the place. What am I going to do? Get shot to pull out my knife, you know? Okay. So, you know, maybe that works. Now let's say we're able to solve the problem of illegal guns and there's not a single firearm that exists in this country. At the university of Arkansas several years ago, I think it was Arkansas. I can't remember, but there was a knife attack, right? You hear about machete attacks in China. You hear about a knife attacks in the UK where guns are illegal. So, you know, what, what do you do then? Ban knives, cars, driving through crowds to kill people. That happens. We would ban cars. 
it's just a, it's just a it's a, it's an in, invalid argument. It's not the problem of the firearm; it's the problem with the people. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe it's mental health, right? Maybe this kid, maybe all these school shooters, maybe all these shooters, maybe. maybe. The motherfuckers are nuts, dude. There ain't no maybe to it. If you, yeah, you take a fucking gun to a school and start shooting these little kids, the Sandy Hook shit, these little yeah, motherfucking yeah. babies, man, you are all no. the way fucked up. That's no, yeah, I agree. I agree. But what I'm saying is, so let's call it mental health, okay? And it goes unchecked, right? Because we don't take mental health seriously in this country. We don't. We don't. We don't take mental health seriously at all. So what do we do about that? Right. How do you properly identify somebody? You know, because some people are very easy, very easily capable of hiding their mental health issues. So really the solution to me is kind of like what Tyree has been saying. Learn to defend your shit, right? Protect your own. Everywhere you are is your area of operation, right? your AO learn to defend it. If other people are there, assume that you're the only one that's armed and capable of defending it. If another person pops up and they have another firearm team up with that person. I don't know, man, but it's your fucking responsibility to go learn this shit and, and, and train. And, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. It's either that would you step into the would you step into the cage with fucking Conor McGregor without ever having a day of, tra- of training in martial arts? <laughs> it's the same fucking concept, man. Yeah. And people want to talk about people want to talk about how this is a new thing, right? Violence, school shootings, fucking mass shootings. Mass shootings and school shootings might be a new thing, but violence against people is not. It's always happened. And it look, don't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon either. That's the bottom, the the lowest common denominator for all this shit is violence. It's it's gonna happen, okay? It may not happen today, might not happen tomorrow, but have your ass ready and explain this shit. I'm not trying to spread paranoia, like Kevin said. I, I'm really not, but explain it to your kids. If you're out in public with your fucking children. Hey, this is what we're going to do when this happens. Talk to these talk to everyone in your family. Everyone needs to be in on the plan, not just you. And, and like I said, talk to each other about it because I mean, I think you might be a little bit better off if you had some kind of idea of what to do when shit goes down. You know when you were a kid, Tyree, when you went to school, did you have a um a fire escape plan? Yes. We uh Yeah. Even at our house, you probably had uh, earthquake. Plans. You probably had earthquakes too, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, tornado plans, right? For tornadoes, we have fire escape plans, all that stuff. The teachers would tell us what the plan was. And you remember what was it like once or twice a school year or what, however often it was, you would they would you know, hey, today we're doing a fire drill. Yep. Yeah, it, it's the same concept. I mean, it's unfortunate that today we have to worry about students in school having active shooter drills, but that's the unfortunate reality of the the time of the times that we live in. But you always need to be prepared for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
our veterans uh, that are out here, start talking to the people in your city, the people who are in charge of things, the the city council. Um, maybe band together and start protecting these schools. Neighborhood watch, you can have a neighborhood school watch. I'm not saying, uh, like, you should be out there checking all the cars, but, I mean, if one person's there and they have an idea of what to do, a group of people are there, they have an idea of what to do, we can get shit done. Maybe it's, it'll be a deterrent. You can put a sign up that says, this place is protected by veterans. I don't know. Like, uh, <coughs> the, the, I, the, what we got to do is not fucking sit around and, and wish each other fucking, uh, you know. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, that, is, that shit ain't flying no more. Stop that shit, because clearly that fucking plan ain't working. Thoughts and prayers are not working. Stop it. If, some, if I Stop see it. somebody yeah. else fucking post thoughts and prayers and uh, I'm thinking about you and all this kind of bullshit, stop that stupid shit. Stop <clears> it. You know when you come across the um, you come across an accident, a car accident, whatever, right? And you know there's a it's a it's a panic moment, right? And you're like somebody call nine one one, but then somebody in the crowd is like somebody else is doing it, mm-hmm. and then nobody actually calls nine one one. Yep. Right. You had to identify, hey, you call nine one one. You do this. You do this. Like somebody's taking charge of that scene. Um. So it's kind of the same responsibility you have to identify people right you have to identify what i'm getting at is you have to identify yourself everybody in those situations should be willing to to take charge and stop relying on legislation like we were talking about politicians to do the right thing because all of the american people are sitting around thinking we all know we all know something has to change right so we're all thinking that the politicians are doing something about it when in reality they're doing fuck all right. They're not doing a goddamn thing. Right. Except getting on their social media accounts and sending thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. Right. No, keep your thoughts and fucking prayers and go to, you know, put in action, put in work. You know what I'm saying? We as the people need to hold their feet to the fire. We need to ensure that they're doing the right thing. Right. We need to, you know, like you said, you know, um, get with your communities, your council, find out what you can and can't do. Obviously, like the laws are going to be different from town to town and state to state, right? Obviously, you, you can't just be in front of a school with your fucking body armor and your AR. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, your old Iraqi uh, Iraq war veteran hat, right? Like, know the rules of your on that, area, please. <laughs> Uh-huh. I said, know the rules about in your area. Know the laws. Don't. I'm not. I'm totally not telling you to take a gun and stand in front of school. I'm not telling you that. Yeah. I am telling you that there's other ways. And Kevin's giving you a fucking plan. If it's a group of you, we got somebody can handle communication. Somebody can handle fucking medical shit. Somebody that can do X, Y, Z. Like have a plan. You 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 spelling it out. It's just uh, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, right? So, like, if you've served in the United States military some uh, in the last twenty years, not United States military in the last twenty years, you've had firearms training, regardless of your job or MOS, right? You've had um, medical training. You know, in the army, we call it combat lifesaver. I think now it's called something else, BLS, whatever. But you've had that experience. You know how to put on a field dressing and a pressure dressing and a tourniquet. That's another thing. Carry a tourniquet. Carry a tourniquet. Yeah. Everywhere you go, carry a fucking tourniquet. Know how to make a tourniquet if you don't have a tourniquet. 
Um, but I don't know. It's a thing. There's a lot of, there's a lot of veterans in, you know, retired law enforcement or medical personnel, whatever it is who don't have anything to do right now. You need these guys that are hundred percent disabled and, you know, maybe they're in a wheelchair, but they have eyes, right? Maybe they're missing a leg, but they can still, you know, do something. This stuff matters. And those guys are more than willing to, they fought for this fucking country. They joined to defend this country from outside threats. We're more than willing to do it from the inside as well. And on that note, I do want to say one thing. If you are a United States military veteran, stop walking around this fucking country and asking for handouts and pretending like you're fucked up and posting shit on social media about how you're crazy and you know, just this like fucking super alpha male bullshit that like you're Mr. Fucking Billy badass. Be a hundred percent honest with yourself. And just because you are no longer serving doesn't mean you don't represent whatever branch you were in or the military as a whole. That's important because if you have an organization of veterans who are volunteering to the city council to stand guard at the schools of your town, but that's the image that you have or you're a part of that group and you're posting shit like that on social media. Guess what? You're labeled as, you know, not right in the mind or not capable or whatever, a, p- a potential threat as well. And that's just the wrong goddamn answer. Obviously we have veterans who are hurting and who are struggling and having these issues, but you know, if if that's you and you're just fucking faking it or you're just doing it for clout, stop and fuck you all. I'm at it. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's just bullshit, man. We have, we actually have people that are hurting and there's a lot of people out there just faking it, faking the funk. That's a off subject, but it's, it's a personal thing for me. Oh no. Um, I feel it. But I don't know. And, and, and Tyree and I, we're not saying that we have all the answers, right? These are just our suggestions from people who've been trained and been in situations and have been able to handle ourselves. You know, we have a bit of an idea. Yeah, exactly. We don't have all the solutions, but we got ideas, man. Like if you don't have ideas, you're not, you're not a part of the fucking solution right now. You need to come up with something. I'm not telling you you got to come up with something, but fucking you got to come up with a plan, man. You got to you got to do something. Yeah. We got to come together and do something as a, as a people because like I said our, our leadership ain't helping. It ain't going to yeah. take much for us to uh come together and, and do something. And again, like I said before, be ready for the next one. These shits are getting more and more outrageous and out of control. So I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's definitely, like I said before, like, you know, just an an unfortunate reality of our times, but that's just where we are. And I say our times, this has been going on throughout fucking history. Right. And it definitely happens all over the world to to sit there and say that this is a problem unique to America. That's not entirely true. Right. Now you talk about like first world countries. Sure. Maybe we, we lead the way in just kind of bullshit. But you go to like, you know, some of these countries in Africa, some of these places in, in Asia, 
Um, there are like favelas in, in Brazil that are just as fucking bad, right? Shit's happening. Families are getting wiped out. Guerrilla warfare from fucking warlords and fucking, the, you know, BFE Africa. It's a thing all over the world, right? Yeah. The, the more prepared you are to handle these situations, the better you are. And what, let me ask you this. Obviously people listening can't answer, but like, what would you rather do? Go down, like die on your knees or on your feet fighting? You know, yeah. it, I don't have kids. I don't have any of that stuff, but I can, I can tell you, I have people that I care about, um, you know, friends and family, that shit, right. But even if I'm alone somewhere, say I'm going to the movies and something happens, I don't necessarily know those people, but I care about them. I don't want them to get fucking killed. And I would rather, I would rather take on the threat and die in the process than you know, the alternative, Mm -hmm. but that's a whole other, that's a whole other thing, man. Like maybe, and maybe that's part of the problem. We just, the, you know, people just don't care for other people as much as they should or used to or whatever. Right. Like maybe that's part of the problem. There's not my job. Right. Yeah. There's so many different things that are the issue though. Like, uh, fucking here we go. Social media, the news, the way the shit's put out, it's its almost sensationalized. Another shooting, like, uh, like who can get the most likes now? It's not, not, not for taking a pretty picture. It's fucking for how many people can you kill before you either kill yourself or turn yourself in. It's not a, like, a, that sounds like a whacked out fucking crazy insane video game. I will kick you in the ass... And kick your ass through your fucking skull if I find out that you have any kind of ideas about any of this kind of shit. Regardless of who you are. Um, that's that's not a threat. That's a promise. I, I can't do shit else, man. I can't I can't do shit else. But this but promise that if I'm there and I can do something, better believe somebody's getting fucked up. And not these kids. Yeah. Not these fucking kids, not these fucking people. I'm gonna fuck up the person who's trying to do it. That's how you need to think. That's how you need to think at this point. It's not, it's a, when I was a cop, I had a training officer and we're going to talk to him soon. This is pretty cool. Uh, He explained like, Hey, these, these fucking fights out here, it's, it's life or death. It's not, they don't give a fuck about who you are and what you represent. It's life or death. If they could kill you, they would. So you need to be ready. Bottom line. hundred percent. So, uh, we didn't plan on doing a very long show. I think we're around the time that we called anyway, right? Yeah, right 40 minutes. Yeah. Just about. I don't want to keep on trying to repeat the same thing. Cause I feel like I am eating a dead horse. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, what more can you really say? Be fucking prepared. Yeah. Learn to defend yourself and your own you know, martial arts, you know, man, get into it. It's all, it's amazing. Learn to shoot a firearm, you know, learn. I don't know anything. I I just fucking learn to defend yourself, man. Like it's a thing. Yeah. Um, it's fucking shitty though. Right. 19 students dead all around the age of 10. 
For what? Why? There's no reason. Two teachers. Two teachers that had children. One had four kids. The other one had two kids. Oh, no, I'll take that back. She had one daughter in college. You know what's, what's really fucked up about this whole thing? Earlier that day, those parents got to see those same kids get an award. They had, like, an mm-hmm. awards assembly. They saw their kids go to school. And then they go to go back to the school to see this award thing. And, you know, you're proud of your kid and all this kind of cool shit. And then you get another call. Yeah. Like, I couldn't... I was so fucking emotional about this shit, man. I still am. I can't. Yeah. Fucking children. And it, the, it's not like the first time. Like, with this is this is old hat, old routine. Like, I, I'm all for you to have your guns and all this kind of shit. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking take guns away. But those fucking rules way back in the day, way back in the day that they came up with, had nothing to do with mass public shootings and shit like that. Like, we're in a different time, man. Those rules don't apply anymore. Get your shit together. That's all I got, man. You got anything? Yeah, one thing. <clears throat> um, so one of, the, one of my favorite... Um, social media accounts and they also have a clothing brand but and this isn't this isn't a shout out to them or a plug for them i guess but i guess incidentally it'll be but um uh oaf nation right i'm a big fan of 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 uh their mentality they post a lot of like current events on instagram and their their um company logo is uh, something that really like means a lot to me because of what it stands for. Right. And there's one thing in it that um, <clears throat> wish I can pull up the post so I can like properly identify it. But one thing that's in it, it's got a lot of things in it actually. So you've got a knife and a hatchet and the whole thing's on an arrowhead. There's a spear and each one, each thing represents something, right? Well, there's also brass knuckles on it. Brass knuckles represent the unfair advantage in a fight. Just like Tyree was talking about with his FTO and, you know, every fight is, could be for your life, right? If you're fighting for your life, would you not take the unfair advantage? There's no such thing as a fair fight, right? If you're in a street brawl, maybe that person is intent to kill you. Maybe they're not, but one lucky hit and you're dead. It doesn't take much. Don't give them that chance. You know, don't give them that chance. Take the unfair advantage, right? Neutralize your threat through the proper escalations of force. I mean, that's it. It's, that's just, it's, it's, that it's, it really is that simple. You know, an armed citizen, and I don't necessarily mean with firearms, right? But an armed citizen with knowledge, with uh, martial arts capabilities, maybe it's a firearm, a knife, an armed citizen um is a safer citizen right right and on that same kind of subject about veterans acting dumb if you're a gun owner 
don't go out there fucking like brandishing your firearm, you know, doing the whole open carry thing and acting like you're fucking Billy Badass. Just don't be that guy, right? Just be a normal person. <laughs> be low key. I have a, I have a huge problem with um, all of the um, alpha types out there. Just, just, I don't know. I have a problem with that mentality. Be humble. <laughs> be you, right? And be ready. Yeah. Always be ready. All right. I said I didn't have anything, but I'm going to close out with this. This is this is it for me. This is uh, I explained earlier. My friend uh, Frank Blackwell had a, his son killed um, in a school shooting. Uh, yesterday, he shared this, and I'm going to try to get through it. <clears throat> Can't imagine your child dying in a school shooting. Let me help you. Your son leaves for school like any other day. You get a call or a text from a friend that there's police activity around your kid's school. You find out there are shots fired at your kid's school. You find out there's a lockdown. You race to the school, calling them with no answer. Law enforcement directs you to a command post. Still no answer. Command post directs you to a unification point. Still no answer. Buses arrive and kids take run to their parents but not yours. <clears throat> More buses arrive, still not your kid. Still no text or no answer. Nobody knows where your kid is. You check the hospital. They don't know any of the victims' names, but they, can't, they tell you not to leave. A chaplain shows up to comfort you. You aren't allowed to see the doctor who thinks you're... Ch- uh, <clears throat> sorry. You aren't allowed to see who the doctor thinks is your child because of an ongoing investigation. Your child is so mangled from the surgery, the doctors can't confirm it's them. If you're lucky, you have a very close deputy deputy friend that that can rush to the hospital when they find out what happened and they knew your son since birth. You still don't get to see your child. The doctor comes out and tells you that they died in surgery. The coroner comes and takes your child, does a full autopsy on them. It could be days before you get to see them or hold them. You pick out the casket. You pick out the barrel clothes. You never see them again. And it's happening more and more. Every day. Not every day, but enough. Uh, I'm sorry. Just be ready, man. And that's it. <laughs>